Second Samuel chapter 15 our text tonight is the verse 21 and Eli answered the king and said as the Lord liveth and as my Lord the king liveth surely in what place my Lord the king shall be whether in death or life even there also will thy servant be it must have greatly pained David in his heart when there came a messenger to David saying the hearts of the men of Israel are after Absalom verse 13 the hearts of the men of Israel are after Absalom Absalom was David's favorite son Absalom had turned against his father and was now leading a revolt against him David was God's chosen king of Israel but Absalom an imposter wanted that throne and would let nothing stand in his way even the father who loved him and this rebel son had won the hearts of the men of Israel were now hastening to drive David from the throne and very probably they had the chance of put him to death so what was David to do would he fight his son or would he go and run as it were from his son when he leave Jerusalem well he chose the latter he left Jerusalem and a number of men with him not all of the servants deserted him and you see there from verse 15 and the king's servant said unto the king behold thy servants are ready to do whatsoever my lord the king shall appoint so David had some friends who stand with him and stand loyal to him reminds us of the words of Solomon a friend loveth at all times and a brother is born for adversity a friend loveth at all times Proverbs 17 verse 17 and when the world forsakes us the few friends that remain with us are of priceless value so it was with David he had that friend 
They loved him. A friend loved him at all times, and a brother is born for adversity. And David had some of those friends. There is another proverb we're familiar with, no doubt. A friend in need is a friend indeed. And David was a friend, or David was a man in need. And he had some friends. It turned out to be friends indeed. One such friend was a man called Etai. Etai the Gittite. Now the Gittites that are mentioned there in verse 18 were a body of refugees from Gath driven away by the tyranny of the Philistines. As a result, they had come to David and thrown themselves in with David and sought his protection and had been well treated by David. They had come to David just, you think of it, just as a sinner comes to Christ who of course is the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords and just as I came to David as a stranger verse 19 is not how we came to Christ strangers to grace and to God and as David took I in and cared for him so the Lord Jesus took us in saved us from the tyranny of our enemy but what did I do now now that David had been rejected by the people they had followed Absalom instead of David they didn't want David to be king anymore and since David was now going to run and leave Jerusalem, what would Eli now do? Would he go with him? What would Eli do now that David and his people were on the run from Absalom and all his fellow rebels? Well, we see that he, made, he, made, he remained loyal to David just as every Christian should remain loyal to King Jesus loyal to the Lord to subject this evening one is first of all to consider in I challenged Eli and his challenge David challenged him King David fled from Jerusalem and Eli was challenged in verses 19 and 20 then said the king to Eli the Gittite wherefore goest thou also with us return to thy place and abide with the king as I said before in our reading abide with the king David was referring to Absalom because the people had rebelled against David 
and in their minds at least they made Absalom their king for thou art a stranger and also an exile whereas thou camest but yesterday and should I this day make thee go up and dive with us seeing I go whither I may return now and take back thy brethren and mercy and truth be with thee So David challenges Ittai. You see, first of all, Ittai was challenged by the word. That is, David's word. It was the word of the king that came to him and challenged him in those two verses we have just read. David challenged Ittai, seeking to test and to prove his loyalty to him. He said, Wherefore goest thou with us? He told him that he could return to his place and abide with Absalom. And really that was at the heart of the challenge. David wanted to know which king he would prefer which great king he would serve. And sure isn't it the word of our king that challenges us each time we read the word. Each time we study the word. Each time we hear the word priest. Are we challenged? Doesn't the word challenge us? as to where our loyalty lies when Paul declared for to me to live as Christ to die as gain do those words of Paul not challenge us when we would say am I as loyal to Christ as Paul was for to me to live is Christ few weeks ago didn't we consider those women who followed the Lord from Galilee as the Lord ministered the word in towns and villages the women followed him from Galilee ministering on to him of their own substance and they followed him all the way to Jerusalem and all the way to Calvary That would challenge us, would it not? As read in Matthew 27, verse 55. And many women were there, beholding afar off, which followed Jesus from Galilee, ministering on to him. Surely when we read about such individuals, are we not challenged in our own hearts? That would challenge any Christian about loyalty to Christ the King and surely when we come before God's word don't we want to be challenged that's right we want the word of the Lord to challenge us challenge us about our, our living for Christ challenge us about our love for Christ challenge us about our loyalty to Christ challenge us about our labors for Christ 
we want to be challenged surely and we want to be better Christians for the Lord surely we want the Lord to challenge us about our Christian life and let us we're challenged when we come to the word we notice then that not only was it I challenged by the word because it David had said to it I wherefore goest thou with us in other words he said why do you want to go with us why in it do you want to go with us how would we answer that the Lord our King put that question to us wherefore goest thou with us why do you want to go with us why do you want to follow me why do you want to serve me why do you want to work for me why that was challenge that was the challenging word that came to, to it I wherefore goest thou with us why do you want to go with me so it I was challenged by the word next we see that it was, in, it was challenged about the way, the way. When challenging it, I, David did not paint a very attractive picture about the future. Verse 20. Wherefore, whereas thou goest but yet, thou camest but yesterday, should I this day make thee go up and die with us seeing I go whither I may then he said return now and take back thy brethren and mercy and truth be with thee <coughs> and so there David speaks to it about the way ahead want to know why would you go with me why whereas thou camest but yesterday should I this day make thee go up and die up and die with us? Seeing I go whither I may. In other words, David was simply saying, I don't know what lies ahead. I have to go up and die. Do you want to go up and die with us? And where I go and you go, I don't know where exactly what way I'm going in light of Absalom's rebellion and so David challenged this challenged it I about this matter notice regarding the way David speaks about a time there's a time here David said in verse 20 whereas thou camest but yesterday that indicates that and I had only been with David a very short time. Not necessarily just yesterday, but a short time. So would he still be willing to go with David? Wherever he would go, since he had only joined with David a very short time. Isn't that the challenge that faces everyone? 
has come to Christ whether they have come to Christ just a short time ago or whether they've been in the way of Christ for quite a number of years isn't that the challenge that faces every one of us every one of us have come to the Lord Jesus would they be prepared to go on and go through with God knowing that living for the Lord in this world is not easy that's what David was telling it I you know the way ahead's not easy I have to go up and down and I don't know where I will have to go to escape from Absalom would they be prepared to go with God and go through with God would we be prepared to do that over in Matthew there in Matthew chapter 8 Matthew 8 the Lord challenged an individual Matthew 8 verse 18 now when Jesus saw great multitudes about him he gave commandment to depart on to the other side and a certain scribe came and said unto him, Master, I will follow thee whithersoever thy goest. That sounds very good. But the Lord answered him. And Jesus said unto him, The foxes have holes, and the birds of the air have nests. But the Son of Man hath not where to lay his head. As if the Lord was saying, Do you still want to follow me? Do you still want to go with me, whithersoever I go? Why, the birds of the air have nests, the foxes have their holes in the ground, they have homes. The Son of Man hath not where to lay his head the Lord challenged this certain scribe and you notice when the Lord challenged him and gave him as it were a few home truths you don't hear of that scribe anymore he didn't happen to reply to the Lord yea Lord I will follow thee even though thou hast not where to lay thy head I will still be a follower of thyself but no not this scribe we read not only about the time David spoke about the trials. David made it clear to it I that the way ahead for him was filled with uncertainty. Again, verse 20, Shall I this day make thee go up and down with us? 
saying, I go wherever I may. He challenged that I might be willing to go with David wherever he went and wherever it may be. And then we see where David did make his way to. The end of verse 23. And all the people passed over toward the way of the wilderness. So he was going to go with David. He needed to be prepared and be and expect the ups and downs. And he needed to be prepared to go with David to a wilderness. Not a very attractive place, not a very attractive prospect. But this is what David was doing, challenging Ittai. Do you really want to go? It's not just like being a follower of King Jesus. For in the Christian life, there are many ups and downs. There sure are. And being a follower of Christ, there are those times we find ourselves in a wilderness experience. Feel so alone. Being a true follower of Christ, then we must be prepared to follow him. Wherever he leads us, that's the sign of loyalty. And being loyal to the Lord. Where he may lead me. I will go. For I have learned to trust him so. And I remember twice for me. That he was slain on Calvary. That's right. Where he may lead me. I will go. Where he may lead me. I will go. It may mean many an up and down in life it may mean been called and following Christ to a wilderness but are we prepared to go you know it's interesting when you read about those who are in heaven the saints who are in glory Interesting how they're described. Turn to Revelation. Chapter 14. Revelation 14. Verse 4. These are they which were not defiled with women, but they are virgins. These are they which follow the Lord whithersoever he goeth. These were redeemed from among men being the first fruits unto God and to the Lamb. What does it say? These are they which follow the Lamb whithersoever he goeth. That's what it is to be a Christian. That's what it is to be a follower of Christ that's what it is to be loyal to the Lord follow him whithersoever 
because well consider this challenge that came to Nittai by the word it was a challenge about the way and then David challenged him about the war the war that is the war he expected would come to pass when the rebels those who supported Absalom and recognized him as king and so it I was challenged about being prepared it was as if David was saying it I are you prepared to go to war for me are you prepared to do battle for me of course anyone who has made Christ the captain of their salvation must be prepared to go to war that is engage in the spiritual war the war against the world the flesh and the devil we've been dealing with that in the morning put on the whole armor of God you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil when we come to Christ we'll enlist in the Lord's army Christians must put on the armor the armor because we're in a war a war with ungodliness and wickedness and the evils of this day and generation in which we live when the opportunity is presented to us let us not be afraid to stand up to speak up and to speak out against the tide of filth and corruption that is sweeping across our land Paul has told us fight fight the good fight of faith lay hold on eternal life whereunto thou art also called and hast professed a good profession before many witnesses we're to bear a good witness for Christ that others would see our witness fight a good fight we'll speak up and speak out against the evils of this world stand up and stand out with Christ loyalty to the Lord that's what it's all about <coughs> and so as King David challenged I about following him into war so King Jesus challenges us are we prepared to go to war against the world the flesh and the devil are we prepared to do so for him for him Paul has told us therefore therefore endure hardness as a good a good soldier of Jesus Christ And I was challenged. 
We see it now in his covenant. If I had been challenged by David about those things we have just looked at, now what would his response be? Well, we have it there in verse 21. And if I answer the king and said, As the Lord liveth, as my Lord the king liveth, surely in what place my Lord the king shall be, whether in death or life, even there also will thy servant be. That was his answer. Now notice, there was no hesitation. He didn't hesitate to answer the challenge that came from David. We notice regarding this covenant. Notice first of all, his Lord. And I covenanted with David that he would go with him no matter where David would lead him. He would go all the way. And what I find interesting here in Eddai's response to David's challenge, Eddai put the Lord first. You notice that? Eddai answered the king and said, As the Lord liveth, capital L, as the Lord liveth, and as my Lord the king liveth, Ah, but he put the Lord, the King of Glory, first. As the Lord God of Heaven liveth. Is that the way it ought to be? We're followers of Christ. We ought to put the Lord first. And I put the Lord first. There in Philippians chapter 3. Philippians 3. There we read in verses 7 and 8. Philippians 3 verses 7 and 8. Paul said, But what things were gained to me? Those I counted lost for Christ. Yea, doubtless, and I count all things but loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord for whom I have suffered the loss of all things and to count them but dung that I may win Christ that's what Paul did in those words we see the Lord was first in Paul's life. He said he was prepared to suffer the loss of all things that I may win Christ. We already quoted his words for to me to live is Christ. That was Paul's life. I live for Christ. 
He wanted his life to be Christ. And Paul speaking of the believers in the churches of Macedonia, this is what he said. They first gave their own selves to the Lord and unto us by the will of God. Notice the order. They first gave them their own selves to the Lord and then Paul says and unto us by the will of God. Christ first then Paul and for it I it was the Lord first then David then it be so with us may the Lord be first in our lives so he covenanted with David before the Lord in the name of the Lord and then we see his loyalty. Notice how Etai described himself in verse 21. The end of the verse, whether in death or life, even there also will thy servant be. When we were introduced to Etai in verse 19, he was described as a stranger. The end of verse 19. For thou art a stranger. And also an outsider. But now having come to David. He's no longer a stranger to David. He's David's servant. And as a servant he was prepared to go all the way with David whether in life whether in death or life when we came to Christ we came as strangers and the Lord took us in as David took Adai in we're no longer strangers and I his servants and here in this verse 21 as I answered the king and said as the Lord liveth and as I as my Lord the king liveth surely in what place my Lord the king shall be whether in death or life even there also will thy servant be I have been with my king everywhere. No matter where he is, people will know I am the servant of the king. These words remind us of the covenant that we read about in the book of Ruth. You turn to Ruth chapter 1. And there in Ruth chapter 1, verse 16. And then fall also, chapter 1, verse 16, And Ruth said, Entreat me not to leave thee, 
or to return from following after thee. For whither thou goest, I will go. And whither thou lodgest, I will lodge. Thy people shall be my people. And thy God, my God. Where thou diest, will I die. And there will I be buried. The Lord do so to me and more also, if aught but death part thee and me. Very similar words. And Ruth said to Naomi, Wherever you go, Naomi, that's where I'm going. Whether in life or in death, I'll go with you all the way. And that's what Eli said here. He would go with David all the way. All the way in life, and even if it melt, dying for the cause of David, Eli says, I'm prepared to do that. Loyal to David speaks to us of being loyal to the Lord Jesus Christ. Eli's words not only speak about the Lord, put the Lord first. They also speak of his loyalty. They go with them all the way. But surely these words speak to us of his love. His love. Just as Ruth told Naomi that she would not leave her. It was an expression of her love for Naomi. And surely the words of that eye are no different. Was this not an expression of his love for his king? He wasn't interested in king Absalom, the rebel king. No, he would go with David all the way, even to death. Remember the words of the Lord Jesus? Greater love. Greater love than no man than this, that a man may die his life for his friends. John 15, verse 13. And there you have that eye. And he made known his love to David. Made known his love to David when he said he would die with him and died for him and Christ has said greater love hath no man than this that a man may die in his life for his friends and I expressed his love when he declared those words and we may not be called upon to die for Christ But are we prepared to go with our King and take these opportunities and show our love for Him and prove our love for Him? To show our love 
for him in our service show our love for him in our sacrifices show our love for him in taking our stand my Jesus I love thee I know thou art mine to thee all the follies of sin I resign my gracious redeemer my saviour our God if ever I love thee my Jesus is not. So when I was challenged by David, you notice that I had this covenant with him. That leads us now finally to it I had his conquest with him. You see that then I went all the way with David. He went out and out with David. Verse 22. And David said to Eddai, Go and pass over. And Eddai, the Giddai passed over. And all his men. And all his little ones. That were with him. Children and all. When I the night for King David. And his dedication to David. David his king was well rewarded. Rewarded first of all by the defeat of the rebels. Those who rebelled against David were defeated. When I went along with David's army when in the battle with the rebels King David was victorious. Turn over to chapter 18 of 2 Samuel verse 2 and David went for the third part of the people under the hand of Joab and the third part under the hand of Abishai the son of Zeruiah Joab's brother and the third part under the hand of Ittai the Gittite and the king said unto the people I will surely go with you myself also we see in the next verse the people didn't want David to go they couldn't afford to lose him you go down to verse 6. So the people went out into the field against Israel, that is under the hand of Absalom. And the battle was in the wood of Ephraim. When the people of Israel were slain before the servants of David, there was a great slaughter that day of 20,000 men. In other words, Ittai joined forces with David and Ittai was on the winning side. Ittai knew the victory. Dear believer, we're on the winning side with Christ as our King. 
and all who are on the Lord's side, the king, are on the winning side. You know something our king has never known defeat. For our great king has never lost a battle. And all who are enlisted in his army are on the winning side. As well as the defeat of the rebels, we see the death of the rebel, namely Absalom. The one who had risen up against his father. Second Samuel 18 verse 9. And Absalom met the servants of David. And Absalom rode upon a mule. And the mule went under the thick boughs of a great oak. And his head caught hold of the oak. And he was taken up between the heaven and the earth. And the mule that was under him went away. And you read then in verse 14. Then said Joab, I may not tarry thus with thee. And he took three darts in his hand, thrust them through the heart of Absalom, while he was yet alive in the midst of the oak. The rebel was defeated. The false king was slain. Hedai was on the winning side. And David was king of Israel. In spite of the rebellion against him. And Hedai was loyal to his king loyal to the very end and he was well rewarded because he was on the winning side we enlist in the Lord's army we're on the winning side but never be defeated Christ has never lost a battle he goes on from victory on to victory And the Lord speak to us tonight from his word. That we have a desire to be loyal to Christ. Even as that I was loyal to David. That's violent prayer. Oh dear Lord. We acknowledge thee tonight as our king. By thy grace, Lord, we will follow thee whithersoever thou goest. We know, Lord, in the Christian life there are many ups and downs. In the Christian life we pass through many a wilderness. But even as I went to the wilderness, the king was there with them. Lord, we rejoice whatever wilderness we find ourselves in. Our King is there with us.
Lord, we rejoice we're on the winning side. For our King has never lost a battle. Dear Lord, write thy word upon our hearts tonight. May we take it in. Apply it to our hearts. Lord, be with us as we leave the Lord's house now. Be with us, dear Lord, throughout this week. Again, keep us safe in our going out and coming in. And healthy and well. We commit ourselves to thee. And may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be our abiding portion now and forevermore. Amen.